Davis. Sessignon beyond Coleman. And that's inviting, and that's blasted home. Beautifully by Harry Kane. She actually comes off Michael Keane, who's got a major problem. He's now sprinting back, facing his own goal. Considered, yeah, I think I'm doing okay. You recovered from last night, yeah? To be honest with you, last night doesn't require much recovery. Like, I didn't go into the game thinking we're going to destroy them and get three points. It just is very difficult to do that against such a good side. Mm. But um, when I, after, after the initial, like, oh, this is terrible, I look back at the game, think about what happened, think we put up a good fight. Everyone knows that we're here to, you know, do things and play proper football. It wasn't like, I suppose, for what, the last maybe three, four seasons, Arsenal against Liverpool has just been a one-sided affair. <laughs> it's been very depressing. You go there to hold legs and go home. But yesterday, yeah. Liverpool were sweating. Yeah. They brought, they brought Salah on quickly. I 
think he yeah. came on like the 55th minute. He was like, no, this is crazy. They need to bring Salah on. Like, yeah. Klopp was scared. And, you know, you don't, but you rarely see Klopp scared throughout a football season. So the fact that we got them on the ropes made me feel a bit good. I'll take it. No, I mean, I I thought, uh, I, I didn't, I saw about 60% of the game. And for the first half, I was actually, I actually thought Arsenal played quite well. And I, they had some very good chances. And on another day, they go in. And we're talking differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know I know the other boys will probably say different, but frankly, I thought that Martinelli had Alexander-Arnold on toast. Oh, my gosh. On toast. On toast. It was it was probably one of the most one-sided one-on-ones I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. It looked like it was to, you know, you could tell because Martinelli would control it. And it would look like he's not even thinking about how he's going to get past Trent Alexander-Arnold. Just like, yeah, right, I'll see you later. You know? <laughs> he played his game most definitely. Um, by the way, this is episode 67 for anybody okay. who's paid attention. Do you want to, do you even know what you're, you're scoring this week? Um, this is the end of double game week 29. We've literally just finished with the last game of the week uh, being Everton and Newcastle. Everton winning 1-0, uh, which which. Mm-hmm. Pop- tempers the cold open a little bit but I still stand what I <coughs> recorded because it was recorded after Spurs spank Everton and they're not going to forget that for a while my uh, my opinions still stand uh, but yeah uh. <laughs> You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Uh, I'll just get right to it I <coughs> finished the on 87 points so that's 91 minus 4 and it's mm-hmm. above average and it's a green arrow so I'm going to take that uh, but nice. it's all terrible. I had uh, Jacob Ramsey on my bench with his 10 points, which is also annoying. But uh, I think Ramsdale did well for me. And obviously, I captained Salah like, like 90% of the world did. And uh, a few other people chipped in uh, as well. How about you? So, when I, so just to confirm, when I total my final score, I should take my minus four away from it. They haven't taken it away already, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so then in that case, I finished on 95 minus 4 brings me to 91. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't bad. I've got um, I've got nine points up from the bench. Uh, oh, nine good. points coming off the bench with Cancelo because for Gundogan. So that was quite nice. Yeah, no, awesome, awesome. It's great when that works out. Good, good week. Puts me, puts me with a green arrow, but uh, yeah, I'll take it. I can't, can't knock it, you know. I didn't expect myself to do well. I've got um, a friend that I'm neck and neck with in a different league. And he did a bench boost, and he's um, ended the week on 110, I think. So, oh, really? <laughs> you know, the fact that he's only got 10 points more than me with a bench boost, I cannot <laughs> knock it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you still got yours, you can make the most of it. There, there was already talk that the double game week, which might be coming up in game week 35 and 36, there's already talk that there might be 10 extra games. So basically, mm-hmm. you're, I know, basically... If it falls that way, you're basically getting two games for the price of one. And so, uh, yeah, there's going to be some eye-watering scores out there. Uh, it's going to be a crazy run-in because there are so many big games left to play. Arsenal-Chelsea, Arsenal-Spurs, those are big hitters. And then, Bills, obviously... Uh, yes, obviously. And, and obviously, there's the, the Man City-Liverpool game as well. Oh, yeah, that's still what's happened. I forgot what happens that far up the table. <laughs> <laughs> OK. All right, and so let us just give us our thoughts on the game week 30, which is a blank game week. There's only going to be four games. 
Um, yeah, that's very slim pickings. So people who are active managers should have planned for this. Either they plan for it with getting in as many players as they can at one point or another, or they're just going to use a free hit, which is what I'm going to do. So we're mm-hmm. probably going to at the point of view of using a free hit, just to remind everyone who's listening, the four games are Wolves versus Leeds, Villa versus Arsenal, Leicester versus Brentford, and Spurs versus West Ham. So in terms of a free hit shit, uh, is there anybody you would recommend? Personally, I mean, if I just uh, do a little overview of my team, I'm probably looking at just gen because I am free hitting this week, and already I'm thinking... Probably double Leicester, triple Wolves, maybe triple Arsenal. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going. And then I'm going to look at the big hitters in in Spurs. But um, if I'm going for specific game week picks, I'm looking at Harvey Barnes. I think okay. he looked, yeah, I think he might be a slight differential. I don't know if people look to him, but I think people look to Madison. But Harvey Barnes is a bit more on the pointy end, at least when they're attacking. He's that slight bit more forward. And it's usually Madison playing him through rather than the other way around. Yeah. So if you're looking for goals, I think Harvey Barnes might be able to get something. I'm also looking at um, Ivan Tony, who seems to have been on a bit of a run. And Leicester's defence is atrocious. So both ends, not really looking at the defenders because I don't think there's going to be uh, much defending going on. <laughs> um, it is, really is slim pickings, isn't it? This, I it looked slim at it. Pickings. So I just looked at it and I thought, seriously, man, what are we, what are we supposed to do with this? But hey, if you're free yeah. hitting, get to put out 11 players and exactly. there are a lot of people not doing that no no you're right and then um i think my final pick might be well if i'm just doing the three i think i'm just going to run jump on the bandwagon i'm going to go um kudu kulisevsky is that his name kulikevsky kulisevsky i think i'm going to jump on him because i just he just seems to be returning recently and i think he can continue his form against west ham yeah, no, no, I, I like all of those. Uh, oh, oh rec- wait, bonus round, bonus round pick. Um, I think I'd be surprised to, if ESR is on the bench against um, Aston Villa. I think Arsenal are due to rotate. This would be the first time we've played three fixtures in a week in since November or December, I think. Oh, has so, he recovered then? Um, he came on and he looked bright against Liverpool. I think, oh, I yes. think they'll bring him on, even if they have him on for 60 minutes. I think yeah. he'll do something. But yeah. I think they definitely need to rotate somebody out. Someone needs to get rotated out because... Well, there has oh. been support uh, that he may get a start because uh, Martinelli has started an awful lot of games recently, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. and you, we've got to rotate at some point. We have to. Because <laughs> we've got some we've got some other double game weeks coming up. That even Lacazette might get a rest because he's also started a lot. That'd be interesting. DC and Ketia, perhaps? <laughs> The, the reason why the reason why I don't see Lacazette rotating is because I would say that he's not um you know like a like a a high impact high octane player hmm. if that makes sense like he's regular he's regularly like either he plays the full ninety but he conserves his energy really well he doesn't do a lot of like long distance running true although they do say the best strikers uh, will not do much running. Um, well, no, no. I'm not saying it as a, I'm not saying it as a knock. But I'm just saying it as in general. Like someone like Erdegaard might actually get rotated out just because uh, of how because he's because he regularly he's regularly the highest runner. He usually does like 12, 13 k a game. Whereas like Lacazette is definitely at the lower end of that. Take it how you. Uh, am I not being magic? <laughs> I have to think about that. Am I not being Lacazette? Do you know what I will say about him is uh, out of his last twelve games, had nine returns, either assists or goals. Uh, oh, he's top stuff. 
He's, he's playing for his next contract, not at Arsenal, but you know what I mean? He's playing for a contract. He's, he's trying to show people what his stuff's, what he's worth. And well, uh, he's doing a good job. I mean, well, th- that's the thing. He's doing his job. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time where he was supposed to be a goal machine, but now he's more more like an all-round forward with all-round play. And I think he's on penalty. Uh, he is on penalties. So, so there, there you go. Ooh, uh, also, Pepe could be a rotation as well. I would be sorry, shocked. Dude. I said Pepe could be rotated in as well because Saka oh, looked off Pepe. the pace in the last game. He yeah. really did. Yeah, the, the, that's it. Is. He's <laughs> almost a forgotten man. Yeah, uh, it would be wise to rotate him out. Yeah. In fact, what you've said is makes a lot of sense. And a lot of people might have been getting excited about Arsenal assets. But they, you really have to keep an eye on the rotation there. It could, could happen to a lot of their uh, front-end players, basically. Yeah. It is a lot of games to be mm-hmm. played in a short space of time. It's bound to happen. For sure. Yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. What, what other picks are you looking at? Okay. Well, there's <laughs> obvious ones of Kane and Son. With Kane, his mm-hmm. numbers are just good. Uh, he's he's taking lots of shots. He's getting in good positions, even though he he does drop deep. He's getting in the right places and he's doing what he's supposed to do. And plus, he's on penalties as well. Son also another obvious one, but I but I'm not going to take away from what you said. In fact, what I'm going to do is perhaps push people in the direction of what their thoughts should be defence wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's difficult. Tough week for, for defence. I can't, I don't see, I'm not sure if I can see a clean sheet. On this. If people need help out there, uh, my first place to look would be Wolves. And mm-hmm. that's purely because Leeds, no, sorry. <laughs> it's purely because uh, at the moment, Wolves are in top four for um, conceding goals, uh, least mm-hmm. amount of goals conceded lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, on paper, they've got one of the best defences uh, playing this weekend. And uh, Leeds haven't exactly been blowing teams away. So, you know, you could play the percentages there. Uh, you could have that guy in goal, Sa, or you could have Connor Cody, uh, who's mm-hmm. the main player in the defence. He never seems to get rotated out. Uh, so if you want to rely on a defence, I think Wolves are worth a look. And any other week, I would also say Arsenal. But Villa have got some dangerous players, so mm. that might be a little bit riskier. But Rams save point mm-hmm. brings me on to my next recommendation: is that if you, yes, we do have to think about defenders. I think the best way to look at them are the most attacking ones, because <laughs> I, 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 again, I can't call it with the clean sheets and the defending. So attacking defenders, we're looking at the flying fullbacks. Tierney, although he's not been as great at assisting lately as he has been in the past he's still mm-hmm. the crosses in and he's probably the most attacking of the defenders at arsenal and you know he, he might spring back into life again never know mm-hmm. and other attacking defenders ugh, i can only really think of spurs so that'd be reguilon and as long as um Sessignon's injured yeah. he's got that left back spot on lock uh doherty is the another one but again Conte just might rotate in Emerson Royale. So don't mm-hmm. be that happens. And that's your lot. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, what do you call it? Not necessarily on the attacking front, but he's just recently come back in. Um, Wolves, um, his wing, their wing back, um, Johnny, 
Yes. He's just come back in and he's very cheap. If you haven't got a free hit, you could easily rotate him in. I think he's he's, he's at the very, he's at the lower end, but he's probably going to get played because he played the last two games. He is coming back from injury, so I, I think there's a risk there that he might not. But yes, if you want to save some money and uh, you're getting, you know, your budget's tight and you're not free hitting, that that is a worthwhile consideration. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So I think that's your lot, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you haven't planned for this and you're not free hitting, then all I can say is best of luck. Three. <laughs> Uh, but don't worry about it too much because you're, I'm sure you're not alone. And let's face it, even though some of us are playing the percentages, a lot of the time with these blank game weeks, it's only a small pool of players who actually haul anyway. And I'm, I'm expecting a lot of twos, <coughs> maybe a smattering of ones <laughs> in my mm-hmm. team, you know. So it might not turn out to be the big advantage I'm hoping it will be. But um, anyway, the power of positive thinking. Really? Um, Is that what you're going with? Yeah. <laughs> so I think we will draw things to a close there. Uh, obviously, today happens to be St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day if you're celebrating. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, no. Good. Do you want to do any predictions? Or you don't, you don't, you don't see uh, a point. <laughs> it's a very difficult one to predict. <laughs> yeah, again. I, uh, uh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, it is, it's super difficult. I have to say, I think Leicester's going to get something from Brentford because even though Brentford have been playing well recently, it has been against teams around them at the bottom end of the table. And Leicester have got Fafana back. In fact, I think mm-hmm. he's right. And he's probably the best thing about their defence, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're quite as soft as they used to be. If he's <coughs> And even though even Tony is dangerous, Brentford are still essentially a championship side, uh, so don't be surprised if Leicester. Be- <laughs> and again, that's I'm not prepared to stick my neck out any more than that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked to see um, a Brentford win. I don't know. I just feel like Leicester have to do something at some point. <laughs> they've got to do something at some point. <laughs> yeah. No, they've still got decent players, and you know, you know, and then they're at home. <laughs> so that's. Uh-huh. Some- yeah, that's, I don't know if that helps, but it's something. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got to help, surely, surely, you know. Well, kind of the pressure on Leicester here, but that's how we do. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Okay, then. So, if you're listening to us on YouTube, you have the index description below, so you can basically select which part of the show you want to listen to, the predictions or the player picks or whatever. That You get that with every episode. It's standard now. Also hit like, hit subscribe. doesn't cost you anything and it really helps us out and we really appreciate it. And thank you. Uh, thank you for hitting like and subscribe. We're very, very appreciative of that. Catch us on Twitter. The handle is at F-E-L underscore bros. Tell us what you think. You know, Tell us who you're going to be picking. You know, tell us if you're wrong about something. Uh, give us give us your thoughts on title race. Is it well and truly on? Well, I suppose it is, really. But, um, you know, are Man City just stuttered or have they completely lost it? And a la Kevin Keegan, 1996. Uh, I don't know if you remember that at all. Sorry, no, I, I don't. Oh, OK. For us, very, very old fans. 
Um, <laughs> Newcastle United were leading the Premier League by like 12 points, it's ridiculous. And then Alex Ferguson said something along the lines of uh, teams don't try as hard against uh, Newcastle as they do against Man United. And Kevin King just completely lost it. And surprise, surprise, Newcastle lost the lead. Manchester United ended up winning the title that season. So it was just an example of how the mental is just as important as the physical when it comes to football. Most definitely. Yeah. Okay, I'm done now. I'm done with my my amateur Lidl's psychology talk in there. So, yeah, that's all for me. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Good luck. <laughs>